0: They lie? What for money? How much money are you talking about here? <laughs> That in the name of the Lord, tomorrow is your last day. Oh, I'm still here, prophet. I'm still still here, false prophet. I'm still here, false prophet. We're. It's just that the, uh, kingdom is within this game over, you know what I'm saying? Oh, I mean, I can see I'm getting into this prophet racket, prophet I mean, you know. How much money were we talking about? You have the jackpot, you only have to be right, like, once a year, and then you can coast. Yeah, maybe you just coast. Greetings, in the name of the Most High... I don't think anyone's on my schedule today. What the hell are we doing, Trish? The the schedule. It's like we have the prayer schedule every day now. It's getting more toward 3 a.m. every day. So here we are in the prayer schedule. And we wouldn't be here on a daily basis unless it was an emergency um, globally. Um, And now that's kind of called a lot of us into service because... uh, We really don't want to let the world go into, you know, a dystopian nightmare of Klaus Schwab's imagining, and we really don't want them spreading uh, poison through their bioweapons that they try to call vaccines, uh, which now are getting people infected, both the vaccinated and the unvaccinated, a lot of sickness all over the place because of them, because of Pfizer, because of Moderna, because of Johnson & Johnson, because they've launched this attack against humanity. And um, just the damage alone, even if there is not a spread going on, if just the damage to the individual alone is a tremendous... um, I'm not sure, you know, you can recover maybe, but you're going to have to really work at it if, if you've made the mistake of taking the jab, you're going to have to work at it, because in a few years, you won't have the energy, you know, because the, what happens is that the heart does not get enough oxygen after, it, you know, after a few years, like after with, put and they just can't push the blood around, and it just, they, you know, it'll be, a, it'll look like natural death, but it won't be. Anyway, um, cue the dog. Cue the dog. Come on. So you know the thing is is that the Lord has um been guiding me on this uh and you uh you know those who have had an ear we don't promote um <clears throat> this uh this show I have it uh on Podbean again but I have to update it and I have it on Spreaker, and then it goes around from there to various places, iHeartRadio and, and other places like that. But it's remaining. I, I'm seeing a growing number of people are listening on the Zephyr Report page on Facebook. And that's another place you can listen. Um, I'm, I have to keep up, make sure that's updated as well. It's going to grow back again, probably. I mean, one, like at one point we had, I don't know, I guess, you know, we never really took the demographic, but it looked like we had some hundreds of thousands, if not maybe even a million people around the world listening back in the early days of satellite when we were getting reports from Malta and from Europe and from China even and other places that they were hearing uh, the broadcast. But that was a whole different platform. Then I was briefly on uh, RBN Network, and that went out quite a bit. And But mainly since 2002, since I began, I really, you know, was... Um, at that time I was engaged in writing two novels and I'd been a writer, you know, that's kind of, and then it began as a writing blog. And then I started saying a little, I was able to do 10 minutes of real media, remember real media, Frankie, <laughs> and uh say hello to the folks, you know, and, and kind of give a more encapsulated version. Then as the MP3 came along and, you know, bandwidth uh, expanding and you know, everything being in the cloud, we were able to, um, you know, go, you know, hours if need be live. And I know that there's just an excitement about being live. There's something about you guys tuning in live, right? Because when I tune into somebody live, it's just better than, than if it was recorded yesterday. Would you agree, everybody? There's just something about it. Yeah. So So we want to be live as much as possible and not, you know, back in those days, we were canned. You know, we do the report, and then upload it. And, of course, now, you know, now that it's, there's such an urgency uh, for prayer, and, and, you know, the thing is, I'm, I'm kind of multifaceted. <clears throat> one of the reasons that I... Uh, I need one more of these. I'm something One of the reasons that I um, don't put on airs and, and I just act... <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm needing some help from uh, Trish there. I need to clear the water. water, and I need another of these. One of the reasons that I um, don't really put on any, you know, I've always mocked, you know, the prophetic community for obvious reasons. <laughs> How many of you have been duped by that? Raise, every one of you. Every one of you have been duped by the false prophets. So you see that's that's like a big deal if you're going to call yourself a prophet of the Most High God, you had better be all in you know, not a weekend warrior right and and so but what all we've had are weekend warriors, and then people that are dedicated are using it as a scam to get money and stuff like that to get donations and then but why you don't see them around anymore. Is because all their their quote prophecies unquote they never came due. The accuracy was not there. Lung cleanse now. Let's try that. It's really my throat, but mm, very nice. The good stuff. Little water. Mm-hmm. Mm. La. I'm ready. I'm ready for my debut. <laughs> um. And another one of these, too. Thank you. I'm very being very demanding. Sorry, I'll just I know how that looks uh, total misogynist. <laughs> That's what we get accused of. A girl next, to it. me and Larry are total dis- misogynists for the, cooking up uh, the uh, and Mike. Mike uh, can't forget producer Mike. He's he's an associate producer and uh, you know half of the story credit. So you know I don't stand alone taking the heat. I gladly take it. I glad. I gladly overturn the uh, apple cart. Glad to to shake them up out there. And uh, but anyway, back to the false prophets. So a lot of you were snuckered by false prophets. And you know me, the last twenty years, I didn't really have time because I I was so involved in you know doing this airport because it takes a lot of energy when it, when we put it out, and then it takes all day research to talk about something the next day, as you can imagine, right? Because we've, we've been contemporary, so that means I have to keep up with what's, what's happening in the world. And um, the other thing I want to talk about today was um, United Noncompliance, which is a uh, term that we are using for overthrowing the uh, Great Reset. We will overthrow it worldwide. And that's how it has to be defeated. And those of you who've had the shot like my friend, my best friend, okay, and, and his wife, please don't be prideful about it. Get some help. Don't act like, because see what we're seeing right now? And let me give another, you know, this is kind of a prophetic word, but a lot of the people that have been, you know, um, have taken the shot are in the hospital right now and they're sick. And and this is a growing, I mean, it's growing exponentially around the world. And it's because the, well, it's what we told you, it's a bioweapon. So that's what it's supposed to do, put people in the hospital and kill them. And unfortunately, there's been so many now that they can't really cover it up. I mean, there may be, you know, 50, 60, 70,000 people that have already died, you know, most of those early ones, though, within 72 hours. The rest survive, but again, the problem isn't now, if they survive the initial shock of it, it's three years, four years. And um, so there's time to get help. Now, what happens to people is they take this thing, and then they catch COVID, but they think if they're sick, they don't say anything to anybody. They stay home, and they figure they can get through it. And they treat it; they don't treat it with hydroxychloroquine. They've got the flu medicine or or, you know lung medicine for the pneumonia. And that's and if they go to the hospital, they're going to put the people that have been reinfected, right? Well, actually, they were they were transinfected by the shot. It's called transinfection because you're introducing a digital medium into a biological medium, which shouldn't be done. Not unless there's a lot of testing. I mean, it shouldn't be done. I mean, there's at this stage, since people don't know the outcome of the shots, they shouldn't be administered until there is a uh, testing to show what the outcome is over years. Um, so far in the animal test, the animals have all died. And so this is, uh, this is known fact. And this is, a, these are inconvenient facts that they don't want spread around out there. And, um, Um, we've been accurate. I check and I double check the facts, even though they say, oh, that goes against the facts and that's been debunked. It has not been debunked. They just say that when it goes against their narrative, they lie. Facebook lies. Is that a surprise? They're a false prophet. Facebook is a false prophet. They also lie about the election. The election was stolen and any, any idiot with, with two brain cells can figure that out. But apparently, America can't figure it out. So now, here's some more help. <laughs> the, the, the Saigoning of, uh, Kabul, okay? Most important event in the last, um, about 40, 50 years. A complete, total buffoon debacle by the ultimate buffoon idiot who should never have been president and they should have never stolen the election. Right? Because that brings karma. And we say, the, the Punishment to all those who participated. Punishment. And this is the punishment. The other thing is, um, you know, so we we understand that, and we have been, um, of course, predicting this for some time. I mean, let's think back two days if we can. Do you remember my podcast, They Lose? They lose, but they can't. They're not going to lose with everyone sitting on the couch. They lose when you do what happens in Montreal. They're jam the streets. They're not taking it. They're not taking a lockdown. They're not taking a jab. They're not taking any of it. They see their friends and neighbors getting sick, and every one of them has had the shot. And they also infect people who are not have who have a weak immune system. You know, people get shed on from the prions and the spike proteins. But there's also prions. And that's what gives people a uh, lung. It's really the prions that give them lung problems. Because they're getting lung problems right off the bat. Can't breathe. Okay, so this is happens to, to a lesser extent uh, with people that are not jab that have um, you know had COVID or whatever and they have 100% immunity and they might get some symptoms but or might be you know I think if you've been conscious if you've been around and you have been on natural supplements and things like that you probably had some form of a COVID infection first of all there is no such thing as COVID-19 okay as a virus all right this is one another you know thing about language that we have to correct there is only a guess that there's a virus, and they call it COVID nineteen, which stands for um, a Certificate of Vaccine ID uh, AI. That's what it stands for, and it's complete when they put the uh, the next jab. Well, they want to put boosters in, and then they they hit the second part of the a binary weapon system, and that's the ID part. So there's COVID, which they call the virus, which is. I have no doubt they engineered a virus like a cold virus with an HIV delivery system, and that's what attacks the lungs, and that's why it's so damn dangerous. Yes, but they've never identified or isolated the virus in the laboratory through testing. Never. In fact, a great case to take to the Canadian government and to the American government, to the Supreme Court, except look out for Amy Coney Barrett. She's a totalitarian, and she duped everybody. She's worse than Nancy Pelosi. But don't, don't you know, you, you have the argument that they've never been able to, that there is no such thing as COVID-19 and that would win in court. There is no such thing. Because nobody on earth can prove it to you. The reason that they never went with the mRNA treatments, they're not vaccines, they're treatments. The reason they didn't go with those treatments is because of the of the you know, the virus or whatever they're calling the virus mutates. So it may work for a month this month, but then not next month. But meanwhile it destroys the immune system of the person, the recipient of the shot. So the next time a serious illness comes along, whatever, the body can't either can't fight it off or won't have the the, <clears throat> the antibodies that would fight off natural infection because the human um, immune system when in working order, does a good job of fending off sickness, but doesn't really fend off the common cold and also pneumonia viruses, those kind of things. They're around every year. Last year, they declared the pneumonia virus and the flu virus dead. Flu is not dead. Flu is what most people caught that got intubated, and when you're intubated, you die. That's the other thing, because they get paid $53,000 actually ahead of time in advance for delivering bodies they want the bodies that's why i say if they ever did a lockdown where they they they're talking about internment camps right now for people that go against covid or go against the government's guidance on COVID, or whatever whatever cockamamie idiotic stupid thing they do but we've tried to warn you not to go to these uh shelters because i think what happened here to the homeless is they wound up they all wound up being lab rats you know experimented on you know, can't prove it, but there, there was a disappearance of homeless in Albuquerque uh, when this thing started. That the governor was, you know, she had places to take them, and I don't know where they went. And I and I know that there's an answer. Someone's going to write me and have an answer, and you know, say that I'm full of full of it conspiracy theory. But no, I'm not full of it. Been accurate for you know a long time. I'm not going to go out with propaganda about why you should get a shot. We were listening to Tim Poole. He, he didn't seem to have a problem with it. You know, like my friend is, um, they're taking bromelain and uh, the, uh, you know, the uh, pine needle tea and things like that, that that start muting down the spike proteins. And I understand that if you don't keep jabbing, if you don't keep boosting it, you might be able to, through supplements, teas, through a protocol... Uh, to to somehow mute those spike protein, you know, get your system back under control, get your blood you know, from these miniature um, coagulations, these miniature uh, these little tiny clots that, so, and some people are, they're big and they cause heart attacks, but over time those things are dangerous because, you know, you need blood flow to have oxygen, we want to have more blood flow that's why people take EFAs, right, good fats promote oxygenated blood, and um, oxygenated blood is what helps the heart stay healthy and happy, right? You take away the oxygen, you have all kinds of things that can happen. For example, cancers and all that exist in a non-oxygenated world in a low, what you call a low pH, uh, situation. So that's why people, you know, tend to eat the way they eat. I know that some people made a I know that Rush Limbaugh made a joke out of the way people eat. And he said, Oh, you think you're going to live longer if you eat that way? And I would just say to you know, I knew right then, I didn't want to say it, I knew right then that Rush was going to die. Because his eating habits were, whatever, his eating habits, he did not believe that food could be the cure. You know? Uh, And the Hippocratic Oath, you know, let, let food be the cure. Um... Food, you know teas, all those things, those natural cures can really can really help, but I mean you need to be really on top of it and really research. There's a lot of people that don't do research, but you need oxygen in your blood. you need a higher pH rating. Um, in, in terms of protecting the lungs, it's been said, and I take this. I take quercetin with zinc, vitamin C, and vitamin D3 combo. And I got a few bottles of it. I, I think I need to get more. It's not expensive. And a, according to, I, I discovered this, other doc, doctors now. read quite a few articles about quercetin. Quercetin actually pushes the zinc into the lungs or helps in that regard. And if you've got zinc in the lungs and an immune system, you're probably going to be okay. But, you know, it's I also take an excess of C, and I've been taking, um, let's see, yesterday I took, uh, seven, seven C's or they're, they're, uh, lipo C, but in pill form and they're 1400 milligrams a piece. So I took seven of those and then a vitamin, you know, multivitamin. And then that had also the C in it. So it's about 10,000, um, milligrams per day. And, um, you have to kind of work up to that, but, uh. I'm sort of I'm comfortably at that level right now, and I'll be doing that today again. It's you got It's a vigilance you have to kind of have, especially when I see so many people getting sick. Now, um, I got a report from our great director Larry and brother Larry in uh, Houston, director of Girl Next, and he was able to go out and enjoy with his family a, a movie, a big movie and a big you know, big Hollywood blockbuster and all the sound and bells and whistles, and nobody had masks on. And and it was just a wonderful experience. And, um, you know, I didn't want to really <laughs> explain to him what, what it's like living here. But it's a tale of, of two completely different worlds. And, um, you know, I, I think I did kind of indicate, but I didn't want to, you know, I wanted him to really enjoy that, that movie and enjoy the way it used to be. And I'm not sure we'll ever really get back to that. We have a little bit of a war here at first. Uh, if we beat them back, we, I, you, me, us, we have to beat it back. It's called United Noncompliance. So I think that, you know, in Texas, seems like Governor Abbott's doing a good job in uh standing up against the the tyranny of the the, the useless masks and everything else. Here in Santa Fe, unfortunately, I I made a trip to a store yesterday, and I saw that um, pretty much 100% of the people had gone back to masks, even though there's no mandate. Everybody wore a mask in Santa Fe, New Mexico, yesterday. And they're giving people that don't have them the evil eye, even though it's voluntary, the the well, I I don't know that they'll you know, when you're that ignorant, I think you 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 know, I'm not saying that masks are always bad. You know. Uh if if you have a sickness, maybe it's good you wear a mask and you know, that can help. But if you're a healthy person, it's not necessarily, you know, gonna gonna be able to stop. It's like how how did someone put it the viruses come and go through the masks through the through the air through the they're not airborne but they're just all around us and they come and go as they please you know in other words the masks have not been able to stop the infection rate okay and the social distancing didn't work and now the vaccine is a complete utter failure in other words saigon in kabul afghanistan failure is huge it's it's you have to understand that to understand geopolitics today. You have to under, That's a b- very big thing to understand. Uh, a lot of scholars are busy trying to understand it right now because their predictions have been wrong, you see. Biden predicted that uh, there'd be no fall of Kabul, blah, blah, blah. He went on like a fool, bumbling idiot. You know, worse than Mr. Minkler. At least now Jimmy Carter had even... Barack Obama, who was also a terrible president in terms of results, at least those two can kind of save face. Clinton was a pretty good president, you know, and, uh, and, and um, you know, obviously Kennedy was very good, you know, for Democrats. And, um, you know, Reagan was good for Republicans, and then Trump was good for policy, but then he blew it on the, uh, on the COVID. COVID, they got him. They, unfortunately, they, they took him out. Well, there would be no, you know, I mean, look at it this way. If Trump were president, there would be no problem in Afghanistan whatsoever. I don't know whether we'd be there, whether we'd leave, but, I mean, we wouldn't leave without some kind of agreement in place, something in place that would uh, be policeable, you know, because the guy doesn't make mistakes like that. So, you know, but he he made plenty on the uh, warp speed, you know what I mean? So he can't be in... You know, the the he can't be with the best presidents with that lingering that, that that uh that mark on him. The same way that Biden can never save face again. I mean he can put his mug in front of the cameras, all he wants is just a guy that doesn't even know he's shamed, you know, just the ultimate fool. And they can have the United States do nothing about this, you know, and act like the election was was fair, <laughs> you know, there was no stealing. And totalitarianism is the way America's always been. We can keep on playing that game if you like, but that 's not us that 's not who we are. we don 't play the game of okay, totalitarianism is acceptable because of a fake pandemic brought about by globalists we don't we don 't succumb to that. The liberals may because of the fact that they 've been brainwashed, but you know they 've never been known to be. You know, <laughs> I guess I, I don't want to get into a fight between, you know, left or right or anything else. I'm just going to, you know, bind my tongue on that. But, uh you know, I, I, I feel sorry because compliance will kill you. So you're going to lose a lot of liberals in the next couple, three years because compliance will kill unless... They see enough people getting sick now, and they start waking up and realizing they've been duped by their own people and betrayed, and then you could see a shift. So that's what I'm, I'm holding out for. It's called United Noncompliance. It's what you saw in Montreal. You saw liberals, conservatives, middle of the road. I'm more middle of the road, I guess. We're all, we all have different, you know, I don't know if you'll ever see woke... Woke wants the whole thing to be destroyed. They they're like nihilists, you know. That's a, which is really intelligent. Um, I don't know about that, but with the with the basic, you know, uh, left and right, you know, coming together over a polit- over the system and having that conversation about the system screwing us, the system dividing us, the system now trying to 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 ramshackle this. Uh, This COVID thing, the only, you know, they've been building these concentration camps here in America lately, lots of them. And they're planning on putting anybody that questions COVID into them because they know that they're lying and they know it doesn't work. So they're trying to intimidate people into going along with it. So new proposal, the people that need to be in these camps are the people building them. And the non-compliant there's so many millions have the ability to you know basically arrest and put under Nuremberg tribunals all these people that have broken the law and broken international law, and that's that's we should we should accept nothing less than that, and that's whether you're paris, France, right I don't care right it's it's everybody's waking up it's it's not a left or right thing, never was. That's their way of dividing us. It wasn't a racial thing. That's them. That's their, their stupid think tanks and their Biden people. Biden, he's just a whore for the Chinese. He just he's just an awful, complete mistake of a human being. He should never be involved with anything. He's he's more just like a a, a you know, a retired mobster is really what he is. And uh and and so you know, the the idea that he would be able to lead anyone. If you look at food prices, gas prices, of course, there's no medical care for anyone. If you look at all that right now, where that's gone in just a few months, he's destroyed every single thing he touches. He is absolutely the worst president in the history of all, he's the worst leader of all leaders, to the point where you'd have to say he's doing it on purpose, trying to down the, the whole system, because he doesn't care because he's an old man, you know, or something to that effect. Some just reckless, psychotic, psychopathic, uh, evil, evil intent, murderous old man. Okay, along with his son. His son's a national disgrace. And that alone, the way he's handled that alone by, by promoting him as an artist and all that, when the guy obviously needs help, uh, promoting his psychosis, it, it's a disgrace. It's an international disgrace. it makes Biden and the Biden family look like, um, they are just, you know, abject, guiltless, you know, criminals that could care less about you, especially the, the ones who got them elected, you know, which they never got elected. They just stole it. And, you know, that stink of stealing is going to remain, unfortunately, uh, will remain the entire uh, walk of Biden and all them that are all the king's horses and all the king's men have the stink of stealing on them. And they will never, and this is prophetic, they will never ever wash clean. The only thing that can happen to this cancer is removal and, um, you know, and some kind of sterilization of the wound. Because that's, that's what it is. It's a big wound wound. And, um, you know, to me, of course, the Chinese are, you know, the problem with Chinese is they're guilty of linear thinking, right? And you cannot think in a linear way when you're doing geopolitics. You can't just think, oh, the United States fall, I win, I go up, they go down. That's not the way it works, okay? And because, they, because they're so busy trying to make everything linear, In their little world right their little their little precious little simulated world Uh, they will never be able to achieve what they want and neither will russia you know even though you know biden gave the oil drove the prices up so it would take care of russia so that russia would take care of biden we see this we see this whole thing going on and realize it's unsustainable and now that now that saigon has fallen uh, that that's that's the uh, shot heard around the world. Okay, that's World War III. So I don't think a lot of people understand. You can't understand geopolitics unless you understand Saigon and Vietnam. If you don't understand Saigon and Vietnam, you never gonna understand Afghanistan and poppies. Right? Vietnam and poppies, also other drugs. Understand? There's like a drug thing here. These are. You know, you understand that the United States is involved in drug dealing, protecting the poppies, the global heroin trade. In fact, taxpayer money has gone into protecting the poppies that are coming back here in in the form of fentanyl and other harmful opioids and killing our children. We're killing our own children because people like Biden are, you know, basically thugs and they're in charge of uh, the killing they're in charge of the drugs, and you know the other the other commodities are war, drugs, human trafficking, slaves uh child prostitutes you know children, and children are used for a number of things, but i mean there's child soldiers there's child uh, uh, children that are put in the cloning program that are that are turned into chimeras and things like that, and children used for sex and uh, death rituals of for satanists who Presumably, run the world. So, you know, United non-compliance is basically uh, the world saying, "No, we're not going to kill ourselves," and that's really what it is. Because it's you take a voluntary, and they're, so they're going to try to ramp the pressure up. They're going to try to make it so that you know you're a, you're you're a guilty shame if you take this thing. You know, you're you're non-patriotic, you're selfish, you're a guilty shame. When in actuality, All you're doing is agreeing with your own death at their hands. That's all you're doing. You're consenting to your own death. That's basically what it is. That's basically why we laugh at uh, celeb tards and all these other, you know. Look at this gem, like, you know, the genius Arnold Schwarzenegger. Take the jab if you want to live, he says. That's the last thing I'm going to (laughs) do. This is a guy that has no clue. He has no brain cells, no clue. He is a complete, total, you know, really just an abomination you know, he 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 built his body up and he, you know, he was a, you know, okay actor, I guess. But, I mean, you know, there's got to be more going on. He was probably the worst governor, the, worse than Newsom. Definitely he set up a guy like Newsom. And I understand they're friends, him and Newsom. Of course, he's a traitor. You know, anybody that was there on January 6th, you know, when the police let them into the Capitol, they should be punished and put away and flogged and whipped and destroyed He's all good with that because he basically comes from Nazis. And he never really got over that. He loves the Nazis. He loves it. But he wants to call people that that are enemies Nazis, like Antifa. They totally work for the system, right? Paid and, and paid for billions of dollars of damage. Doesn't matter. They're paid for by the state, by Pelosi, by the FBI, by, you know, that's basically who runs it. So all those things are illegitimate. So through United Noncompliance, now you might ask yourself this question, why do they care so much about you taking this shot to the point where they're willing to basically destroy the world, right? Destroy all freedom of everybody. Why would they do that based on a shot? What are they so anxious about? Then they go, oh, all the sickness right now that's happening from the unvaccinated, they're the ones spreading it. No, the only people spreading anything are people that took the shot who are shedding, and they're shedding the infection. And those prions and those spike proteins are affecting other people. And the worst thing is that their children are, are getting heart attacks now. Because they get the jab and the children don't have the jab. And now they're getting sick because of their parents. And instead of taking responsibility, Pfizer and all these companies are blaming it on the unvaccinated. They're now the, the black sheep. They're now the scapegoat. To deflect the guilt away from the party that deserves the guilt, it's the vaccine that is the complete debacle and failure. Right? It's not a vaccine. That's why it's 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 a it's a death weapon, and that is the failure. And they deflect it onto the unvaccinated. They well, of course the the reason they want everyone to get the shot at once is to get the shot before they figure out that they're really trying to kill billions of people. You know, before before a lot of people die, and then it would be blamed on them. So they want to hurry up and get everyone in, so that so that they would think it's too late. But it's not too late. It's not too late for the for the for the you know the people that have taken the shot to get some help. Uh, I understand that people say they're feeling okay. I don't know anyone that really feels okay. They feel okay, but they don't feel like where they were. They don't feel up to par. Now I've been around people with a jab, and I've not had uh, you know I've had some kind of like tired symptoms. You know what I mean, which they say can happen. And um, you know I've I've been kind of you know fighting that. Uh, un- unfortunately, you know we have to kind of try to keep ourselves away from you know people who who've had the shot just because. You know, unless you're, you know your immune system is really good to go, and then it doesn't matter. They can cough all over you. It won't matter. You know, so I'd rather I'd rather have it intact. It's kind of a shame that this shot actually helps to replace your immune system, where it goes in and creates all these spike proteins everywhere. So your immune system is now confused, and it could even cause an autoimmune reaction, which has been in many people. If you have a problem with autoimmune, you shouldn't be taking the jab. It'd be just on medical reasons alone. If you've got an autoimmune condition and you take the jab, it creates that condition. That could kill you right there. So they don't have a leg to stand on, okay? The people, though, if they don't get out and join forces, uh, will lose freedom and will be serfs. You'll be slaves to these people, And no one will have any money and there'll be no pathway to wealth. It'll be just basic poverty for all except for them. That's what you get if you comply. If you don't comply, you have a chance, a shot at creating a world that is a million times better than this one right now, where you do have a shot at, uh, you know, creating not just wealth for individuals, but wealth For people, uh, really advanced technology, cutting the workload down during the week, having more time with family. I know Frankie thinks I'm being too idealistic with this, but I, I see it. It's almost like going from a 3D to a 4D reality where the individual is honored and where, 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 you know, where, you know, work, innovation, all those things are honored. And it's not some, you know, crony capitalism, you know, inside club kind of deal. And we see that we see little glimmers of that, you know. When I look at a guy like Tom McDonald, the rapper, I don't care what the woke people think about anybody, me, him, anyone. I mean, who would even care, right? There's or cancel culture or anything. I mean, it's just like it's like the dumbest thing that has ever been. But it's we understand it comes out of the Rand Corporation, out of the uh, Ford Foundation, and you know, out of you know, advising corporate America what to do. Well, you've seen that's a complete failure. The the woke thing is a complete total. They don't know it yet, but it's a failure as well. I was filling out something today and it says, "What gender do you identify with?" I said, uh, "I identify with a uh, with a monkey hybrid." Yeah, that has uh, you know uh, you know that's a, that's a hermaphrodite. I mean, you know. It's, <laughs> you, know, you know it's just it's I, it's there's nothing i can say about it oh you're just so old you're over the hill oh yes that's it if i see a man or a woman and i see a lot of um people that are you know they, they they dress up and a lot of queer people and stuff like that i don't have any problem I have no problem <laughs> You know, they, you know, people, I want people to have freedom to live their lives. They don't have to live the way I live. I don't need to live the way they live. I, I, but that's, I've always had, always had that though. I've always been working around people with all their different, you know, fanciful things, that ways of expressing themselves. And that's, it's, it's, it's my whole life, you know, arts and stuff, right? So, I, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's okay. I don't, I don't even want to get in the weeds on this one, but the main thing is, United, including the transgender community, united, including the, uh, you know, hardcore preppers, united, united noncompliance. What's happening in Montreal, what should be happening in New York City, what should be happening in Denver and Los Angeles, especially out in San Francisco and L.A., you know, the millions of people in the streets is what's going to turn this thing back. And you know we've been I've been praying about it, and the Lord has, you know, given me kind of unction to, to 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 go with this message here. That uniting together is a very powerful thing because it's going to be able. Because if you beat these guys and you turn it back, because there's only a few of them, they're just all old shriveled men, you know. You beat these guys back, and you know Fauci Fauci works for them. Yeah, sure, but he's. He basically quarterbacked the uh the COVID nineteen, right? In the uh uh Obama hired him first to work at Chapel Hill, North Carolina University, and then they get in trouble, so they moved it to Wuhan, and then Fauci oversaw it there. So it's been Fauci's baby the whole time. And yes, Fauci is the one that oversees the death. What would he be like in the Nazi pantheon? He'd be like, uh Goebbels or you know what I mean he's like he's in there he's in the inside pack Uh, Obama is a big player uh, certainly you saw the debacle at the Obama party karma oh yeah oh no it's it's come you know remember you know the we started off talking about false prophets we talked about the 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 statement here the our report they lose okay I wonder how many took that to heart. Apparently, a lot of people are taking that one to heart because the alternative is you lose. And and you know that's not the uh, the word I get from the Lord. I get from the Lord, you know, you, you put your eyes on the Lord and you just do do accordingly. You know, the the big mistake is when people say, you know, God will take care of it, and then they don't do anything. Not not you know. I mean, right? If everyone did that, there'd be you know, that would be the end of it. And you'd have to, you know, use your smartphone to ask permission to leave your house. I mean, that's where we would be. But the people that are out getting out there and they're doing something or podcasts like this or any anything like that, where there's some solidarity being being proposed, uh, you know, rallying the troops, rallying people to say, hey, if you don't like it, you can get out of the street and protest. You have that right. And then that would be doing something. That'd be following up on your, on your you know. It could even be just talking to family members. It could, it's, you know, the mistake is to do nothing. I think it's going to be taken care of. It won't be taken care of. And I think people are going to, you know, begin to see that uh, there's more strength than numbers. And we all have this in common. We all want a free society. We all want a society that regards the individual. We don't want to have a society that says, if you don't agree with the government, we're going to come lock you up, okay? We, we are not going to tolerate that, okay? And we shouldn't. A godly people would never tolerate that. If you really believe in God and you put God first every day, you would never sit down and just let something like this pass over, you know, not pass over, but, but flood you, you would not sit there and say, "Oh, well, there's nothing I can do. God, God will t- heal us and let it happen." That's what they did in Nazi Germany. You've got to get God's unction. He says they lose, good enough for me, and go after it. Well, it, you know, it's things like instead of you know posting something about your favorite you know band or movie, maybe you post something about this. You know, it doesn't have to be, you know, save the world for, you know, I mean, it's just a matter of people coming together in common purpose. That is to be free. And that's what we have to do as a people to survive. You know, um, yeah, it's not the time for complacency. You can't just sit there and say it's going to be okay. You know, it will be okay if you make it okay. And that's, you know, it's kind of like the old adage, you get out of something what you put into it, you know? If you care about your freedom and you, and you, you know, you, 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 you activate your voice and your concerns and you, you know, get together with people of like mine and, you know, and, and, and have enough force and power to uh, back down the totalitarian oligarchs that want to take everything you've got and kill you and kill your children... Uh, if If that's the case then uh then then great, then you know what you got to do shout it from the rooftops. The Bible says, shout the truth from the rooftops, do not hide your your lamp under a bushel basket, but get it out there, get on the rooftops and shout the truth. That is what the Bible says. in other words, do not be complacent and expect you know everybody else to take care of it for you. You also have a responsibility. Everyone that can hear my voice, everyone that can hear my voice has a responsibility of their own freedom. I'm sorry you were duped by the medical tyranny. I'm sorry that they lied to you about the uh, the, the jab and everything else. Sorry that they lied about COVID 19 that it was a, a, you know Fauci had cooked it up from the beginning. It's all there in the research. You can see it. They're just lying. The news media should all be arrested and they should be put in Guantanamo. You know, they're they're military assets. The the, the, the news media are basically propaganda military assets working for these oligarchs against you. So they should be dealt with harshly and accordingly and harshly, meaning they should be, you know, they should not be walking around. They certainly shouldn't be journalists. They need to be, you know, dealt with For lying, I mean, you know, for lying to the people, for giving them faulty information and getting people killed. It's just that simple, you know? Um, And I do believe that, uh, you know, enough people that that know the truth, now everyone I know, you know, personally, within my sphere of, you know, my sphere of, you know, knowing people, they all uh, agree I I don't know anyone that disagrees with this. Um, You know, if you ask me, would I rather have the world the way it was 40 years ago or the way it is now? I'd rather have it the way it is now. I don't want to go back to the world of 40 years ago. I don't want to go back to that kind of blindness. I don't want to go back to that kind of um, apathy you know, just that kind of decadence. And I don't want to go back to a world that's basically everybody is a narcissist and selfish. We're already coming out of that now with all the selfies and all the, you know, the whole, you know, building up uh, social media followers, you know, like, you know, popularity and all that. It's all narcissism. It's all vanity. No, this is, I'd rather have something like this where we have a, a life and death choice. And if we choose life which I do I choose life I choose God God and life goodness and a future for our children then we make our voices heard and we unite what do we unite, unite uh, what cause are we are you, are we uniting in that means everybody in love what are we uniting in we're well, we uniting in the cause against genocide against totalitarianism against the loss of freedom and the law against enforced poverty; those are the things we're standing up against. When we're standing up against the medical tyranny. These people need to be arrested and put on tribunal. For the Nuremberg, the Nuremberg trials must be set up again. Absolutely. You know that the, the COVID nineteen, you know the the Moderna, you know the uh, uh, the, the so called vaccines, the the juice. It's already against the Nuremberg Code for what it does to people. And people say, well, I know people have had it. They seem to be getting along fine. Yes, they seem to be getting along fine for now. No one's saying they don't seem to be getting along fine, but I have delved into it a little deeper, and now I know that they're not being completely honest. They feel different. And they know something, and they know things are getting worse. In other words, as time goes on, as the timeline goes on toward the, toward the, the first year, the second year, the third year, of which they want to give you an endless amount of booster jabs, it's heading toward a complete debacle. The reason that, why would they want everybody, you know, vaccinated when, when the human immune system is so good? Why would they insist on that? I mean, to the point of, of crazy frantic stuff you know lock them all up shoot them all if they don't agree everything i say you agree or i will shoot you you know what what is that that has sounded the alarm that is why there is united non-compliance now because they've said you know either you take this thing or else i feel very sorry for people that take it spiritually because if you know better than you take it basically god is done with you that's the end of you and God. It's over. Well, I you know, I, I guess it falls under the heading of the Lord's given all the information to people so they are without excuse. If they try to put in this thing that's connecting you to AI in your body and you know that that's what they're going to use for buying and selling, you know, it may not be the whole bark of the beast, but it's a part of it. It's part of the process of it. Uh, even if this is not the time of the end, you know, but it's it's an attempt. And if you put that in your body, knowing everything you know, and knowing what, what the Lord feels about hybridization, uh, you're well, you're definitely putting a middle finger in God's face. You know, I mean, I can't I can't say it's gonna you know damn you to hell, but I mean, you're definitely running the risk of of cutting off that part of you that's human, the soul. Because it, they, they put the jab in it, goes into your soul. Though you, who you used to be, you no longer. I think it comes under the heading of, you know, God made you the way you are, and that if that changes, is there still a relationship with God? You know what? I wouldn't want to find out. I, I, I fear the Lord. I don't, I don't want to find out about something like that. I don't want to rebel against God like that. I, I don't want to, you know, guess that he'll be okay with it. And we'll be fine. A lot of people don't even think about God. They just think about, will I survive it or not? This way I can get it on an airplane. They don't even think about the relationship with God, that it might be compromised. Okay? Or they develop a new theology that God loves it and, and and wants us to have it. And, and then they go that way and then they shun everybody that's godly and then they hook up with people that are more wicked than they are. I've seen so many things happen with people around these issues. I think the best thing to do is keep it simple, you know, and, and, and just realize, uh, you know, through non-compliance and through making your voice heard, you can have a brilliant future you know a great future for your kids you know where basically their hopes and dreams could really come true without having to join satanic clubs just to get a shot that that's got to stop asap anyway that's been a sickness in our society from i don't know how long longer than i've been around that's been a sickness a lot of good people a lot of talented people not able to uh to get where they want to go, because they have a connection to God, because they have uh, you know an idea about something, because they are you know they they're not going to join us at Satan's club because there's something within them that prevents them from doing that, and and so therefore they're denied a shot at showing what they can do. I think that's that's a a, a disgrace. I think that's pure evil, and I think it's disgusting that the people involved in it won't talk about it. I know why they won't talk about it because they're afraid of losing their position in line. Let me tell you something, you people in line, you're never going to get a shot, ever. None of you. If you haven't gotten it by now and you're in like your 30s or something thinking that's going to happen, it's never going to happen. You know, you sold your soul for nothing, you sold out for zero. So now, You've probably taken the jab too, so you want everyone to comply with you. So you'd like to go around and make everybody, you know, conform to your way of thinking because you're so pissed off that you didn't get your shot. So you want to take it out on the whole world. Plenty of people like you. You, you, you should really be, a, you know, a uh, you know a guard in a prison or something. <laughs> yeah. No, it's uh, it's uh, it's you got to you got to think, you got to think. Unfortunately, you know, people don't seem to understand, you know, this is about a lot more than just your little life. And the after says, it's really not about you anyway. It's about, you know, this thing that God is doing here. He's doing a work here. And he's saying to people, get off your ass and get out there and work for it. You're going to work for your freedom. You're not, they're not going to just give it to you. There's not going to be a deus ex machina from God above where he just says, boom, and it's, everything's fine, and you just continue with your jolly little life. It's not about you. That's why that's not going to happen that way. It's going to be more like, yeah, you go into the battle. I, the Lord, will give you the victory. Through your faith, you win. You know, it's more something like that. That's actually Biblical. So anyway, I think we all agree on that. You know, I mean, I think anyone would agree with me on that, you know, on principle, that, that you know, if you want freedom, you have to, you know, earn it, right? The reason they're so close to taking it is because we've had apathetic people here for generation after generation, do, you know, doing the minimum or doing nothing or not not watching this stuff, not watching what their kids are being taught in school, not watching what how laws are changing that's, that's coming to bite them, you know? And now we have our wake-up call, don't we? Oh, we're all guilty. I'm terribly guilty. I mean, in the '80s, all I cared about was just, you know, g- going to see a movie and you know having a party and the latest uh, software that could write a screenplay, you know, things like that. Hanging out with people that, you know, tried to hustle around, getting some kind of deal going. I, I, um, God, that was disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really, uh, complete selfishness, you know, utter, utter, utter selfishness, and, and I was a lot younger then, but, um, you know, now, now, the other thing is, you know, a lot of people have been complaining about, you know, I've, 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 like I said, I've gone to Amazon Prime and Netflix, and, you know, we have the movie on Prime, and I'm, you know, people are seeing it and I'm 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 looking on Netflix to see if there's anything to watch. You know, I spend a lot of time looking for something to watch. I figured it out. The reason we don't have anything to watch, really, except for comedies and things like that. It's it's because people are afraid to say anything. They really are. And so they're not saying it in the screenplays. I'm a member of the biggest screenwriting uh, club that there is in uh on Facebook. And the kids there, they just aren't saying anything about anything. Nobody wants to offend anybody. And that's what's happening in the, in the pictures, in the movies. Nobody really wants to offend anybody, you know? And they'll put up movies like, you know, Interstellar, and they'll say, that's great. It's like, that's the best you can do? Really? When you're, when you're trying to describe, you know, black holes and dimensions and things, which is very interesting. That's all you can do? Come on, give me a break. Give me a break. You know, we, we, we could all do a lot better, with screenplays we could all do a lot better is if we're not worried about what other people or the pc police think you know for example what a great film idea this this fall of uh you know this fall of kabul this fall of afghanistan this would be great if someone doesn't politicize it turn it into some politically correct thing or try to blame trump with it if you right, and the temptation to do that is so big that it's already canceled, like everything that they have planned. Probably today they're going to have board board meetings at Netflix and Amazon, and everything. There will be dozens of these movies planned about the fall of Afghanistan, and and how it really how it was all Trump's fault. And those movies will all be failures, even though they will win Academy Awards, which is even worse. Now you're rewarding failure with an Academy Award. Of course, that wouldn't be the first time. But that's why it takes so long to find something. You can watch a film for a few minutes, you know, like on Netflix, it's free, so you can watch it for a few minutes, and then you can watch another one for a few minutes, and then you watch another one for a few minutes, and on and on and on. I talk to other people out there. They say they're doing the same thing. they watch something for 10 minutes, another thing for 10 minutes, another thing for... And they go round and round, and they spend two hours doing that. Man, there's something wrong with that. They say they don't have enough content. They have too much content. They have too much content. And because of that, the quality is... Not the quality of, you know, professional production and gloss and glitz. Not not that. The quality of the stories. Storytelling is in our DNA. And we must tell stories. And stories inspire us. And, man, I'll tell you... If, you know, just thinking back at some of the most inspired times that I've, you know, dealt with the movies was one was in the movie Rocky. You know, Sylvester Stallone, he's never acted, never done anything. There you know, he is in Rocky. Where he had people in a dark room cheering, you know, believing it. And I've never seen anything like that. I've never seen anything like that. I mean, I've I've seen it a couple of times. But, man, that was really something about what... uh, Now, obviously, a live event, a live boxing event, or a live event where an athlete breaks through or a horse breaks through and wins when they weren't supposed to, you know, that some, some, you know, people love that. But to have it in in something that can be watched for generations, I mean, that's... And to have it be a low-budget film to boot. See, that's what... uh, I didn't mind that my seat didn't swivel... I certainly didn't mind when I saw Full Metal Jacket uh, in the theater that that I had a stiff back uh, seat, and I, you know, they were all the same, and and, and uh, you know there was the screen, and there was you know it was packed with people, and uh, it was a brilliant movie, and and everybody got something, and nobody cared that they didn't have a lounge seat or. <laughs> I I went to one of these theaters. I had this lounge seat, and it would like buzz you and stuff to give you these effects. And I actually fell asleep. Remember that, Trish? And uh, I don't know if the seat moved, but it was in—I uh, think it was an AMC theater in Century City, LA. It cost—they actually charge more money than a regular feature film. It was like the f- screen was like an IMAX, it was a huge screen, and we were the only ones in the theater. And and uh, it was just like it had—you know—seats for thousands of people, you know. <laughs> And uh, so we sat there and it just, you know, I felt completely right, just sound asleep. The chair was too comfortable. And so I'm now like, what was wrong with having to go, you know, and when you flip around in your living room, uh, you know, I can flip through like Lawrence of Arabia and flip through some of the, you know, Bridge on the River Kwai. And I can flip through, you know, the Wild Bunch and I can flip through, you know... Dog day afternoon and I can flip through all these classics of the past and, and, and just flip through just keep scrolling through rather than going, Wow, this is something you know. And uh it's be interesting to see where all this goes. It really will. Now now here, you know, uh you know, just, just bring it up to speed. I I I heard from Larry yesterday that he went to this movie theater. It was packed, it was big, and had Dolby Atmos sound and all the bells and whistles, and it was all fantastic. And then I told him, I probably shouldn't have told him this, but I told him that here they, they closed the theater. They're going to put condos there instead. And that the people are all, everyone is wearing a mask now. Now. There's no mandate, but they're doing it anyway. And, you know, it's such a contrast between states. And I said, well, if it gets too heavy here, I'm heading down to Texas. You know, or at least, you know, I would love to have an experience like that. But I realize it's not nationwide. It's not happening in, in Europe. It's not happening in Spain, Italy, France, Germany, all those places, UK, None of those kind of experiences are going on. So i I again. I have the solution: united non-compliance. That's what we have to do. We have to be, you know, speak in solidarity against medical tyranny. Okay, it's that simple. Because the medical tyranny leads to all the other tyranny. If they're corrupt there, they're corrupt everywhere else. The military, the Pentagon, the the the, the Fauci's, the the you know, all of it. The Gates's. The Gates and Fauci need to not ever influence anything in society again. That's how guilty they are. I have no idea why the, the left must be a suicide cult that lifts up Gates and stuff. They have to be a suicide cult because they're talking about culling the, you know, the, the useless eaters. What do you think they are on CNN? They're useless eaters. What do you think they are? And you know, anywhere they are, having liberal politics and hating America, hating. Well, I guess, you know, when I was, you know, a communist, I hated everything, including I hated all businesses. I hated all America. I hated all all countries. I hated every single thing. I realized for me to get even, I'd have to kill every last person all the way back to Adam, and then Adam too, and then God too. And I still wouldn't be happy. It's endless... It's an, endless, it's an endless fall when you, know, when you go against God and his creation. It's an endless uh, complaint, an endless murmuring, an endless... Uh, you, you know, you've been given everything. And you're screaming about nothing. And in your complaints, you're destroying yourself and everyone around you. And that's why Uh, we need to be proactive here and not just sitting around complaining about it. We can complain about Bill... I've been talking about Bill Gates for 20 years. Seriously, for for a long time. And was even, you know, getting ready to write... I've got a composite character that's like Gates for a book I'm writing. And, uh... (laughs) Oh, you'll want to see that. (laughs) In fact, if you want to warm up to it, it's glass backwards. That that book is, you know, prime for film. It needs to be filmed. It's it's the ultimate, you know, middle finger to Hollywood. If you like to see a middle finger to Hollywood... How many people would like to see a middle finger to Hollywood and the end of celebrity? <laughs> and to see, you know, the douchebags that run the the, the, the the studios. I mean how many how many would like to to, to, to see that incredible you know Babylonian corruption come, you know, cleaned out into the. I mean we like to see the way LA actually runs, where the maids run it, right? through their through their black magic in Santeria, right? The whole point is to get the wealth. So they enslave the members of the family. How do they enslave them?, oh, blackmail, sex, uh, sex magic, black candles. Chicken claws. Uh, (laughs) I wouldn't even say anything about this unless I had experienced it firsthand, which I have. It's horrible. Poisonings, yeah. Poison the old man to get his money. Oh sure. Poison the old old bitch to get her money. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's 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 unreal. Or poison anybody you don't like. Just slip a little something and have have a dinner party and slip a little something and make sure that their dinner is labeled with their name on it. Don't give it to somebody else. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's treachery, and of course that goes on. And that goes on, and you know whether it's Beverly Hills or Washington D.C., that's going on. That's that's always gone on. Shakespeare was a, a great uh, a great teller of stories about things like that. I mean, we we all have betrayal and tragedy and treachery in our lives and around us and now it's so big it's using medical tyranny to bring in a totalitarian orwellian regime meaning take the freedom away from all people can't do it not going to happen now i told you predictively a couple of you my friends here in new mexico listen didn't i tell you guys they're going to put their masks on they're going to comply anyway. Didn't I tell you what, what we have here? Yesterday, un- unreal. In the parking lot. Uh, I was out on Zafferano in the uh, south, south area where the closed Regal Theater is, which was a heartbreaker for me. all uh, oh. Now, they go into the restaurant. They take it off at the table. You know, they're, they're doing that. But, I mean, nobody told them to do this. They're doing it because everybody has people sick. Everybody knows people who are sick. So they're all putting their masks on without the governor saying a thing. That's here. Now, contrast that with what Larry reported back in the uh, movie theater in Houston. Nobody was wearing a mask. Nobody, very few people had them. And uh, so you see, the nation is a long way divided on this issue. More and more people are learning about the corruption of the vaccine, about what, what's really in it and what it really does. Dr. Peter McCullough is at the forefront of all this. You can look him up. Uh, there's, but there's a number of them now. I mean, there's, there's hundreds of great doctors now, world-renowned doctors that are screaming the alarm on this. You know, to not only not take the jab, but but to but, but to fortify yourselves with supplements now, build your immune systems up, because the people getting sh- the shot are shedding. They should stop the vaccine immediately and stop the shots immediately, right? COVID has a 99% chance of survival. It, it, we never wore masks for any, anything that, you know, when the flu was worse than that. We never wore masks. So understand all of this, what it really is about. It's being used to bring about a great reset, which is, uh, which is the end of your life, the end of your children, the end of you, the end of everything. Mask lockdowns forever. Is what it, what, that's what's at stake. If you don't want to see that, you got to make your voice heard. And that could be like they're having a rally down at the park, you know what I mean? So maybe you go down there that day on a Sunday. I can think of worse ways to spend your time. If Antifa shows up, because they work for the state, they work for Biden, they work for Pelosi, that's their employer. Remember that. If you're a member of Antifa and you didn't understand who, who, who your employer is who's giving you guns and knives and training, it's the establishment. It's the system. They own you. If you don't like that, come out of there and get with the... Uh, With the non-compliant ones, get get together with the United Non-Compliance, because that's about you know standing for freedom and and all that. And again, you're going to be hearing about that. You're going to be hearing that term, and I think it's going to be it's going to be good because, see, in my mind, they've already lost. They've already lost. Well, Chris Skye, Chris Skye is the guy that invented it. He was the one that became famous when he was lecturing all these people coming across in Canada, going through the border thing. And he was lecturing them. They don't have to wear their masks. They don't have to comply. They don't have to get in line and do what they're told. They don't have to do any of this. And he went viral. And then the guy, you know, became the leader of this movement in Canada. And now uh, they even want him to run for prime minister of Canada. And he's leading the charge on this United Noncompliance. That's his, his moniker, his, his program. And it's, uh, and it's happening in Canada. The Canadians are standing up. Listen, in Canada, they have internment camps. Okay. They got to bring They come to your house. They, they contact trace you. They figure out, oh, you've been around someone with COVID. You've been around someone with COVID. We got to do a fake PCR test on a fake test. They're all fake, by the way. They haul you off to a detention center somewhere for a month and basically torture you. Now, the PCR tests are 100% fake. They can get whatever result they want just by how many cycles per second they they use, whether it be 40 or 20. 20 means the the results will be negative. If they put on 40 and above, then you will get a positive PCR test. But that doesn't mean that it measured COVID because the PCR test doesn't know how to distinguish between molecules. Hello? Anybody? The fact that uh, you have to get a PCR test if you want to travel is a joke since it doesn't measure anything and COVID is not mapped out anyway. So it doesn't know what it's looking for. You just program it to get the result. In other words, it's fake. And they've used it to lock down the entire nation. Oh, it's all positive. We have more COVID cases than ever. Lock it all down. No, a lot of people are going to die in the next couple of years. I mean, that's true. You know, but it's, you know, whether you're going to die for, a you know, for something or, you know, just... Die on your knees, you know, begging Klaus Schwab not to whip you. I mean, it's, it's going to come down to that, probably. I doubt these guys are going to give up that easily. You know, they, they, they feel, see, from their perspective, they feel they have all the money. They have all the, they have all the, they own everything. They own all the banks. They own all the money. And to, to them, you using money is you're using their money. You're on their land, and they're tired of it. I mean, that's basically what they what they you know this is their own their own thing. They feel that they're the kings, they rule and they don't want you around they can do it. The reason that you are around though is because God's hand is on this. You know, had they had their way, you guys would have been wiped out in you know the Cold War, and you weren't. And so God is always working in this situation. And I know what he wants. I know exactly what God wants of you and me. He wants us to be not trying to duck under the radar and be cool, but to stand up and proclaim Jesus Christ. You know, I mean, if you're a Christian, you you know, you know don't want to deny that name Jesus, and you certainly don't want to put a foreign thing in your body that would make you into something other than what God made, you know, that would transform your genetics or something along those lines, make you into a hybrid. You wouldn't want to do that because you you risk being cut off from the Most High God. That's the risk. I You know what? Whether this is the mark, that's the mark. I, I don't want to take a chance because I fear the Lord. I've said that a couple times now, but I mean, I, I really, really have to emphasize it's going to be your decision no one's going to be able to tell you what... You're going to have to make your own mind up based on the data available and make your own decision. I mean, a lot of people get this shot, too. I had one guy, now he got the shot. He worked for us, by the way, and then we had to, we had to get rid of him. He, he changed. But he got it. He said, well, I'm, you're not going to be very proud. Of I had to get it because I had to fly. He said, I had to travel. I have to go to, you know, to, to, to sell films. I got to travel so i have to get the shot i'm like dude if that's the excuse you want to make i mean it's like okay you know i i you know you you have free will you can make your own decisions but the, big, the there is a spiritual component to this and i do see it you know what i see is i see uh you know, there definitely is a point, there's a cutoff point with God, you know what I mean, where it just like goes dead. The line goes dead. And, you know, I can, who could say who crosses? If you're technically a hybrid, because you don't have the same nervous system because the nanobots have, re, have redone it. Uh, man, I you know, is there a way back to get, to, can a robot be loved by God? I I really don't know. I just, for me, I'm not going to, you know, take a chance with that. So I would be, you know, I would, have, in a normal society, I would have what they call a religious exemption, which would be perfectly legit. The vaccinated don't have anything to fear for me because they're vaccinated. Oh, <laughs> right? They're vaccinated. Oh. You have nothing to fear from me because you're vaccinated. Oh. The idea that the vaccinated have something to worry about from the unvaccinated is completely, totally, 100,000% absurd. And when I see the celeb tards touting stuff like that, they get canceled by me, off my radar, one after the other, just like that. Never wanna see them again. Don't care. Don't care. They are forgotten, never be thought of again. Thank you, goodbye, good riddance. Don't let the screen door hit you in the, you know what? Get out of here. That's just how I feel about it. We don't have to revisit them. It's just, you know, you you have people that 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 are lying. Most of them don't take the jab. You know, that's the other thing. They don't take it. They don't take the, because they know it'll be the end of them. So they don't take it. Well, they say, you know, well, probably we'll see people five years from now and they'll be fine. There may be, you know, they, they intend for people to survive. They intend to, to, I think, kill, what, 15%, 10 or 15%, so not everybody. But the ones who are alive will be weak because the blood won't be the same. So they'll be weak after three years. They'll be weak, huffing and puffing, trying to, you know what I mean? They'll be weak. They won't be able to fight back. Which I think is the other, kind of another point of it. Now people say, you disagree with the government on their step? No, the government has no position. The government is putting forth a thing they call a vaccine, which is obviously labeling it wrong. And so I'm not at variance with the government. The government doesn't have its facts straight. It's at variance with itself. And there is no Delta variant. There's no such thing um i've you know anyone who can isolate a delta variant today bring it to me and you know i'll I'll pay you (laughs) can't be done the pcr test does not detect a delta variant um it's not supposed to be used like that So enough, I I think we all understand what we got to do. Well, you know, it may be just being a little more vocal on social media, you know, that you're, you know, when you talk about, you chit chat about, uh, you know, hairstyles and, and, and clothing and, you know, lovely new music and <laughs> what's the latest thing, vacations and luxury homes in the Caribbean and all that. Maybe you can fit in a couple things about COVID, uh, the COVID hoax. It's it's a it's it's not a hoax. It's, it's a hoax because there's no identifiable COVID nineteen um, molecule that could be identified. It, it, people are getting sick, so that's not a hoax. No, a lot of people. You know what? This time around today, everybody knows people that are sick. Everybody, right? Right? We hear about people that are sick now. Isn't that interesting? Because back during the whole pandemic, I never really even know about people that were sick. But now I know a lot of people are sick. And they're not locking down right away because they know that backlash is insane. they rather give the jab because when people are jabbed, they're weak and they're not going to complain. Oh, I know. <laughs> Remember when they hated the jab and they didn't trust it because Trump was developing it? They so said they wouldn't take it. Then they changed and said, you have to. They have no credibility, none. I know one thing, though. They have total disdain for you and your family. And they, and they will not ever let you economically succeed. And they will, if they could block all the doors and say, you have to join this club or you don't get into the winner's circle. They've been doing that for decades. They've been doing that for millennia. Okay, they've been doing that for a lot of years, the Freemasons and those clubs. You go to L.A., you try to get by without being a Freemason. It can't be done. Can't be done. (laughs) Just ask anyone that's been sued. The minute you get sued, you lose because you don't have the backup of your brothers. You don't have your Masonic brothers there to uh, get you through. And without that, uh, you can't succeed, right? Because there's they already have the roadblocks up, so the only people getting through those roadblocks are people that it or people that have the most I God. I say be on God's team, and He can put you wherever He wants, right? So this this is presuming a person that's not a godly person that was just trying to to make it the big apple, make it the big swell a. Make it in the, in, the, in the big, bad world. Well, making it is, you know, it's all an illusion. They don't make anything. That's why so many artists, you know, they drown themselves in alcohol just because they they know they didn't do it, you know. They know it's not them. They know they had help, but they can't say. And that's why I think a lot of them join the 27 Club. They use the sacrifices to warn others. Don't start waking up. Just be grateful that you've got a job. Okay, I'm going to flip into uh, some serious hope here. So I th- I believe that, you know, they will lose because uh, I don't think it's the same time. And it's not a time for a 1930s lockdown in the world where you have to have permission to go outside and get sun. Uh, no, we don't want a world like that. Okay, we're not gonna have it. Uh, if they take you from freedom to locking down again, okay, this is another thing. Like say in beautiful Texas, right now they're open, everything's happening down there. Florida, same thing. They're able to go to movie theaters and discos and the gym and you know, wherever they want it whatever they want to do, whatever activities they enjoyed doing, they're able to do with without without being corralled okay but if they take that away again right then the answer is you know if they take that away again the answer is always gonna be the same thing united non-compliance meaning no you're not out there with a mask listen i tried to explain this to people uh even yesterday in australia if you, they see you without uh, with a without a mask in your car they'll pull you over and ask for your medical exemption. If they see you outside when you don't have permission on your phone to go outside, they will arrest you. I'm just telling you guys, that's what's going on all over the world. You're enjoying a little bubble of freedom here, but it, it, it could be erased in a second. You don't have any security. You can't point to other countries and say, oh, it's the same everywhere. No, it's not the same everywhere. If you're in Florida, you're in Tennessee, maybe you're in Texas. Uh, not in California. They're they're masking up. I, I just got from my buddy in Newport Beach, and he said everybody's masked up again. Also, we are. Uh, we had entered. I, I've, I've got to look this up. I think we're supposed to get word back on the. Uh, uh, I don't think we would that girl next to me the kind of thing that should be at the Newport Beach Festival they're very you know conservative there and they're not gonna want you know radical crazy artists you know but uh we should have heard about that and and I'm you know whether they're gonna have that uh, festival or not and uh, we should have heard about that already I'm gonna go check it out um you know, because if, if, if we weren't selected, that they should send us a, you know, not selected notice. So I will check up on it. No, that was a kind of a lame thing to enter. I, I realize it's like Santa Barbara. You know, people like me are never going to be allowed to Santa Barbara, you know, unless I do something really by the book, you know, which so far I haven't done. But we might, we might do something by the book. I, I might just write books from now on, I don't know. i do enjoy i'm I'm in the middle of of rewriting the screenplay adapting it for this next thrill ride after the quantum devil and i'm i'm really into it you know what i mean i'll be i'll be getting into it this morning after this pod and uh i'm too hyped up to settle down when i'm doing a pod i need to you know expend some energy here then get over there and start going at it and um you know, I'm amazed at today, Trish. I'm amazed at how clear everything is in my head today. You know, clarity of focus, no fatigue, even though we're up so early. Well, what is that about? I should have fatigue. But yeah, so I'm rewriting it and adapting it, and it's, it's, it's I'm coming up with a lot of new ideas that are... Uh, You know, that's the way it used to be with me. And I realize now that I probably began as a life of a writer and I'm going to have to go out that way. You know, I'm going to have to keep on trucking, you know, because that's what gives, because what I can tell when my imagination starts coming up, I'm very inventive with things, with like things in movies, you know what I mean, things that become things in movies. I'm very inventive with that coming up with these concepts like well, not to boast, but I mean like, you know, the shunting and society and, you know, the bat winged head and things like that. I'm good at coming up with things. And um I, I could tell when those things aren't coming. You know what I mean? That there's I that I've I need to get get into practice. I it's because I haven't been, you know, using that muscle, right? That 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 facility that within myself. And uh, it it means I must get back to work. Because I think life here is work, and I think stories are important. I know that, you know, my books, Lamb and and Glass Backwards, were not bestsellers. And I know that people laugh and go, only about 5% of the population would ever even understand what you're writing about. And that doesn't really matter. What matters is that I do it, and if people don't want to see it or don't want to read it, you know, don't want to be entertained that way. That That's fine. That That's fine. But what matters is that I finish, that I cross the finish line. Whether or not the world embraces anything, that's their problem. You, you know, we, we, there's blowback, you know, on everything. You know, I mean, you know, if, if any of them did become best, so they'd be complaining to the Supreme Court to try to stop me, that I shouldn't be having a platform being such an awful person as I am, I mean, they do that to me. I don't know why they do that to me, but they've, they've always done that. You know they, they, they object. The think about glass backwards, why it's so good is because Satan actually shows up as a character that talks to you, the reader, and tells you what to think, and it's delightful. You no, know, seriously, it's it's uh, it's a fun thing. I've never had anything like that happen in a book before, and all of it's worked out, but it's really very twisted. And, you know, some people say dark. I wouldn't say dark. I'd say black comedy, black comedy. I'd say black comedy. Right, Trish? Black comedy. Well, it was the best thing I've ever written. That's the best thing I've ever written in terms of literary from a literary standpoint and you know i've i gotta find a way to keep it being published to keep it going because after i'm gone they'll probably someone may discover it may d- they'll read it and go why didn't we see this before that happens to a lot of things i've been involved in they didn't see it years later they discovered it you know it's uh it's it's always been unfair but i think what the lord is telling me is despite the fact that it's unfair do it anyway don't do it for the applause. Do it for yourself. Do it because because I'm inspiring you, the Lord says, to do it. When I wrote Lamb, it was completely the Lord. I said, I can't write this. And so, you know, the Lord, I had me write these notes down about how the Lord was going to take over my writing and my hands and the typewriter. I was writing on a typewriter back then. I went back to a typewriter, you know, to try to get something more tactile, more connected to, you know, and, uh, and lo and behold, it got finished. Multiple points of view. Oh, well, it's a big big book, and it's an epic Christian tale. And the Lord told me, he said, the Christians will reject this. I said, why? Because it's a threat. And so they'll just pretend they never heard of you. Why is it a threat? Because it's better written than their stuff. The writing is better the concepts are more clear, the truth is more evident, and so they're going to hate it. The Christians are going to hate it because it has more truth in it. Get rid of the truth and then the Christians will love it. Okay? Get rid of the truth and the secular people will love it. Get rid of the truth and everyone will love you. That's all you got to do is get rid of the truth. you will be loved wouldn't you love to hear me do a sermon huh no no cuss words though because that's that's disgusting at the pulpit but you know without saying the f-bomb right today today you notice i'm not full of piss and vinegar so you're probably not even interested in this talk today all i'm trying to do is really in a very serious way say look we've always had the choice of whether we want to be free or not the old these these totalitarians don't have the choice for us the only way they can win is if we let them win that's what i was trying to say 20 30 40 years ago we let them win we were so concerned with our you know our 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 restaurant and our you know my, my my porsche and uh you know the 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 vacation and the party and the friends and the, I mean you know seriously, how could you know, you know I I'm embarrassed and I well I didn't last long that way because I I eventually just cracked up. Yeah, I eventually you know couldn't take it anymore. I started doing graffiti on the walls of my studio <laughs> and spray painting my you know signs on the walls. <laughs> Oh yeah. Yeah, to the point where even, you know, funny story, Rick Fry, my uh you know, my friend and and co writer back in the day, he came over and he saw what I did and he's like he got very scared. He was like pale as a ghost and he goes, Okay now he almost whispering to me, he goes, You gotta bring this thing in for a landing Cause I was going through a divorce, you know, I was spray painting everything in, in in around the writing you know, like the like the you know the the, the key the thing that was oh, I had a big printer right a big industrial printer because it could print fast if you needed a screenplay, so it's like it was the table you know the carpet and, oh man <laughs> i was really you know, I was really into it, you know what I mean like, yeah, I was just on the verge of you know a breakthrough and it's always the same breakthrough with me it's always like. I'm on the verge of four d And four d is like, well, here we are doing the quantum quartet. It's always on the verge of the quantum you know trying to break through the quantum door, or as it as as, as Larry had put it, the quantum barrier. and uh uh, you're going to love this 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 film coming out, you know I only I only have one little criticism of the film, and that is, I wish it were longer. Because that's how much I like being in it. You know what I mean? I wish it went for like two hours instead of 93 minutes or whatever. 93 is a good is a good length for a horror film. But I, you know, I just, I could easily spend another 20 minutes there. You know, and, and when you say, you'll see what I mean. But, but I assure you, we are hard working on the sequel. I've got to get back to the writing of the, screenplay for the next one and and the next one's going to be pretty epic it's like a lot bigger film requiring some millions of dollars uh, heads up out there and so it's going to require you know the a-listers you know getting a couple of a-listers in the uh, lineup and we're hoping uh, you know a couple of our actors from the past also come up and land uh, a good movie role so that we can you know use them again Funny thing about a crazed house movie, and crazed house is the brand, okay, crazed house. Not crazy horse, crazed house. The great thing about um, a crazed house movie dealing with the quantum realm is, nobody ever really dies. You think about it. If you can bridge the gap into the quantum realm, that's also the realm of the dead, isn't it? You, you could bring somebody back, and um, right because because in another parallel universe they never really died did they so you see (laughs) oh yeah it gets complicated i think god shields us from a lot of that too though because i think the lord has his theology that he wants us to know about you know his science that you know it's appointed for once for a man to die that sort of thing but there are glimpses, even in the Bible, even though it's been heavily edited. There's been a lot of great stuff that's been edited out, same with the Book of Enoch. Enough that I know of that gets me to dream and wonder about things out there. I've been, you know, if I'm guilty of anything, I, I, I'm a wonder. I wonder about lots of things, especially things in the, in the higher dimensions. You know, like if we didn't have time and space, you know, the first story I wrote, was about surfing in the in the three point. There was a three point five dimension. I think you know it wasn't three to four. It's like every dimension can go degrees. So you could have a dimension where you have no time, but you have space. You know, but but time is very slow. Let's say, or you could have a dimension where time is faster or slower, and uh, you could uh, access those dimensions through. Uh, uh, breakfast cereal—that's <laughs> what I had. Breakfast cereal, and um, you know, and then and, and so it's a matter of degree, uh, and uh, you, you know, so you could theoretically have like your best day. Now, of course, I'm not, I'm not, I didn't write about time travel about that, but time travel is another thing I'm completely obsessed with at this point. See, I believe it's possible for me to time travel. I, I'm not writing, you know, just for, to write fiction. I'm writing in the hopes of breaking through. And people say, well, you're supposed to be there, be happy with God and die on cue and then go on the next thing. Not necessarily. Not necessarily. I'm not necessarily here just to die on cue, you know, because I read about it in the Bible that wants for man to die. I, I'm not sure exactly what that means, but as long as I have in, inquisitiveness in me, I have life. And if I'm not going to be inquisitive like a child, I've lost it. So I'm going to wonder about all those things. I'm going to wonder if I can break free of this dimension and get into another one, add another one, and another one, add another one, and on and on. I'm going to wonder if there's a way to go from life to life without death. Yeah, without shenanigans like Klaus Schwab's pulling, you know, without all that sort of Darth Vader shit. Was it Honoré, the the black general that just dresses up like Darth Vader, Trish? Austin. General Austin. He is th- this guy. Austin is a complete traitor to the United States of America and to everybody here. I, I hope you understand. Yeah, they Honoré. Yeah, yeah. This, this guy is. This guy dresses up like Darth Vader and marches around wanting people to like bow down to him. I mean, this this is a sick. Sick individual that, like, you know, this is not the kind of guy. This is the reason you lost Afghanistan. Because this guy can't tie his shoelaces. I'm telling you, he's a loser. That's why he acts so tough. That's why Biden acts so tough. They all act tough to cover up the fact that they're losers. You can tell. And Millie, I'm surprised that guy got, even got through kindergarten. You know, since when do they hire low-IQ people in the military? Anyway, we've had some fun this morning, huh? I know there's only a few of you here because I've been on every day, and I don't expect you guys to show up every day. But I'm going to expand the operation if uh, if this becomes some more of a daily thing. I'll definitely get it so that um, we can be participating. I, I know that on Podbean... There's a way to really participate in, uh, well, we'll see. This is fine, too. I like this, too, but I I see that there's, you know, getting up at 3 o'clock in the morning is not for everybody, but because we're under this siege on our freedoms, uh, it's important. Now I'm going to read a scripture that I was given yesterday that I, I was remiss. I did not give out to you. So here we go. This ought to give you some hope. No, they lose. Even if even if they win, they lose. <laughs> okay, you, you know it is. They're ridiculous. Just look at them. They're they're laughing stocks. All of them. Okay, O thou afflicted, tossed with tempest, and not comforted, behold, I will lay thy stones with fair colors, and lay thy foundations with sapphires, and I will make thy windows of agates, and thy gates of carbuncles, and all thy borders of pleasant stones, and all thy children shall be taught of the Lord, and great shall be the peace of thy children. In righteousness shalt thou be established. Thou shalt be far from oppression. For thou shalt not fear and, for, and, and from terror. For it shall not come near thee. Okay? We know that the, 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 the terror guys are out there, right? It shall not come near thee. Behold, they shall surely gather t- together, but not by me. Whosoever shall gather together against thee shall fall for thy sake. Got it? This is a word. Behold, they shall surely gather together, but not by me. Whoever shall gather together against you shall fall for your sake. Behold, I have created the smith and, and, and that bloweth the coals of the fire and that bringeth forth an instrument for his work and I have created the waster to destroy. No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper, and every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment shall not condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is for me, saith the Lord. So that is God speaking to you, about who you are and what he'll do. And I find it interesting that in this time of terror, it says, because you know terrorism is nothing new, in this time of terror, they shall not come near you. Not going to come near you. You teach your children of the Lord, you teach each other of the Lord, how the Lord works. You see in the word itself how the Lord works. You see, it's a very, you know, narrow path, but it's a very clear path, not something complicated. Also, it opens up. You know, the windows of heaven open up for those who seek to understand more things. God is not shy in that regard. And so... No, no, that song is too... Uh, optimistic i want to <laughs> well there's some funny songs i mean i play them in rotation because i haven't been creating new songs i am producing a song now but it's really for a it's going to be for a The uh, um, soundtrack and, and i think we need to get this soundtrack on record and have that as something that we're, we're also selling, and we don't want to put that, uh, Craze House should put that out, out uh, over the charts, but there is a theme song on it that we're working on, and um, I'm just waiting on getting the tracks back. They're, you know, f- from uh, overseas, and when I get them back, then I'll do the final mix on it, and um, hopefully I'll be able to bring it to you as a new song in the lineup. It's pretty amazing. Well, I had written the lyrics and the tune, but then I got people helping me. They're, they're filling out the tracks and, you know, really, um, you know, and also a, a great singer. So, you know, it's uh, it's really for the film, you know, so it was kind of a real collaborative effort with, you know, with the same, with people working on the film. So we'll see how, how this goes. I think it's going to be a great song, and I think it's just going to be the perfect song for closing out the... uh the film, um and I will okay, yeah, you know uh... <laughs> trying to find the right thing i think I think the war is spiritual will be good. because that's what we're really dealing with. The war spiritual, not material.